Hey, welcome to the Real Life Youth Podcast, where we believe in being more like Jesus. My name is Pastor Tate Stevens, and I am the student pastor here at Life Church. I hope you enjoy the message. God bless. Let's go. Deal? Okay. So we've been talking about some apologetic stuff, and today you are going to hear me talk about the Holy Spirit. Everyone say, Holy Spirit. Yes, it's going to be great. Everyone get excited. So we're going to talk about who the Holy Spirit is, what he does, how you can be like, hey, Holy Spirit, let's hang out. Um, so we can go ahead and go to the next slide. Do you guys know these people? I just Googled weird family of five and this picture came up. Yes, it's me. I'm just joking. I am very sarcastic in case you didn't know already. So in case you didn't know, this picture was taken like a year ago, but Tate's so bald, so you should be able to recognize him. That's Pastor Tate. That's me. And then that's my daughter, Emma, my son, Liam, and my son, Noah. And fun fact, it's Liam's birthday today. But can anyone tell me how many kids are in that picture? Don't say five. No, yes, you're right. I'm the only grown up in that picture, and I'm very sad that Pastor Tate's not listening. Tris, three, you are right. So there's Emma, Liam, and Noah, right? So that's three of them. So Emma, she's our oldest. She just turned eight. She is sassy, in case you can't tell, in case you've never met her. She's sassy. She's super outgoing. She loves people. That's Emma, right? So that's child number one. Child number two is Liam. It's his birthday today. He just turned six. He's also very silly, but he's super sensitive. He gets very upset if you hurt his feelings or if maybe you don't want to play a game with him. He's very sensitive. So that's number two. And number three, he's just Noah. Do you think one of my kids, do you think me just saying, oh, that's Noah, do you think that he just doesn't matter because he's... uh, just Noah. Or do all three of my kids matter because they all belong to me? And they're all in my family, right? So if I just say, oh, that's Noah, well, that's not really fair, right? Don't I want to get to know him as another one of my children? He is one of the, yes, he is one of the three children that I have. So he still matters. He is my third child. All three of them matter. So that is what's bringing me into the Holy Spirit because we talk about God, of course, our creator, our redeemer, our heavenly father, right? But then we also talk about Jesus, right? Jesus is pretty cool. He's a solid guy. He died for me. So, I mean, there's that. But the Holy Spirit, I don't know if you've heard about him, how much you hear about him. We sing about the Holy Spirit in songs and we ask for his presence, but I really want to talk about that today because the Holy Spirit truly matters. If you can go to the next slide, please. So I don't know if you know who Billy Graham is. Thanks, Johnny. Billy Graham, he's amazing. He passed away a few years ago, but super great evangelist on fire for the Lord. And he said, the Holy Spirit illuminates the minds of people, makes us yearn for God and takes spiritual truth and makes it understandable to us. If you guys want to hear a very, very powerful speaker, look him up one day on YouTube. He's awesome. Okay, next slide. So the Holy Spirit, who is he? The Holy Spirit is God's power in action, his active force. He is relational, powerful, 
and an equal part of who God is. With the Holy Spirit, we have power and help in all situations. So like I said earlier when I showed a picture of my family, right? All three of my kids matter. The Holy Spirit matters too. He is a part of the Holy Trinity. Because what does Pastor Tate say like every single Wednesday? If you have your phone, you have your Bible. That's right. Johnny, my man, hyping me up in the back. Okay, so if you have your phone on you and the Bible app, no going on TikTok or anything, go to Genesis 1-2. Can anyone tell me where the book of Genesis is in the Bible? The first one, that's right, because Genesis actually means the beginning. That's right. I learned that on VeggieTales one time. So in Genesis 1-2, Genesis being the very first book of the Bible, it says, the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Genesis 1-2. Everyone say Genesis. So the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. So in Genesis, which is the very first book of the Bible. In the second, the second verse of the Bible, this is the verse. So can anyone tell me why I feel like this is important? That's okay. You guys didn't write the sermon. That's fine. God had the Holy Spirit in his plan from the beginning. Literally the very first book of the Bible, first page of the Bible, the very second verse of the Bible, it says, and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And if you've never taken that or you've never even like thought of it that way, that's why it's so important that you reread and you reread and you reread your Bible. Like you're going to find new things in different seasons of your life. So God always had the Holy Spirit in his plan. Another thing of scripture, you guys, I'm going to throw a lot of scripture at you today. So if you like to journal like cat, like journal it down or highlight in your Bible app. In John 15, 26, he says, and this is Jesus, by the way, when I say he, Jesus is introducing the Holy Spirit to his disciples. He says, but I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the father and will testify all about me. That's John 15, 26. Do you think he's just like, oh yeah, hey, here's my friend, Paul. Hi, Paul. I mean, Paul was probably pretty cool, but Jesus is introducing the Holy Spirit to his disciples as a he, right? So when we talk about who is the Holy Spirit, he's not some figment of your imagination. He's not just some, well, I mean, he is because he's here with us all the time, but he is a very personal, relational person. Jesus literally says, he will come to you from the Father, he. So we know that the Holy Spirit is a person. Are y'all following me? Yes? Okay. You guys are doing great. Um, so the second point. So does everyone know who he is? Kind of. At least we touch the surface. Right? He's a person. He's relational. He is part of the Holy Trinity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I am Catholic, but I won't do the thing. Um, or I'm not Catholic anymore. I was Catholic. Second thing, what does he do? So do you guys think that the Holy Spirit's like a genie from Aladdin? Right. No, he's not. He's not a genie. So what does the Holy Spirit do when he comes? What is involved when the Holy Spirit comes? If you've ever heard someone say, oh, you want to live a spirit-filled life, what does that mean? I don't even know why you're saying that to me. So he is the spirit of truth, and he brings to your mind whatever you need. So the Holy Spirit, 
first. He is the spirit of truth. The goal of Satan, in case you didn't know, I'm just going to expose him a little bit here. The goal of Satan and sin is to make God look useless and worthless. The work of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit is truth. To rest upon you with whatever measure of truth you need in order to be faithful. So I don't know if you've ever had someone say, or maybe Pastor Tater, I have said it before, where you've gotten maybe a word from God or you've heard from God. That is the Holy Spirit speaking from God to you, dwelling in you. Sometimes you can have a voice in your head. And I will tell you right now that if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, what he says will always align with God and his word. So if something, if you're speaking something to yourself like, oh, you're worthless, nobody loves you, everyone thinks you're weird, no one else likes veggie tales like I do, that's not what the Bible says. Well, not think about veggie tales, but you are chosen, you're worthy. If anything that you're hearing in your head and you're trying to decipher if it's truth, if you can't find it in the Bible, then it's definitely not from the Lord. So first off, he is the spirit of truth. Everyone say spirit of truth. You guys are doing so good. Sorry, I don't rabbit trail like Pastor Tate does, but that's okay. Um, okay. Holy Spirit's the spirit of truth. Second, when the spirit of truth comes, he will glorify me. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into truth and glorify Jesus. So first, he's the spirit of truth. Second, he will glorify Jesus. So the essence of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to magnify the beauty of Christ in the human mind and heart. Jesus said, I am with you always to the end of the age. Okay, John 15, 26. I lost my little notes, but I'm just going to read this out loud. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. Everyone say John 15, 26. Say it one more time because that was, we can do better than that. Yes, nailed it. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He, again, there's the word he, right? He, Holy Spirit is a person. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. So when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. So that, again, is Jesus. So Jesus is telling his disciples, when the spirit of truth comes, he, there's he again, will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. So what does he do? I'm going to go over just my main points because I'm completely lost and it's fine. He's the spirit of truth. Can anyone tell me what the second one is? He will glorify Jesus. Thanks, Kat. Um, and he brings a spirit of glory. So he is going to give God the glory in all of the narrative, in everything he speaks of. And again, if you don't know if he's speaking to you or if you're speaking to you, if it is truth from the Bible, that is how you know it's him. Amen. Johnny, you're amazing. Okay, we're just going to go right to how do I know him? So first point was, who is the Holy Spirit? right? Second one is, what does he do? Third point, how do I know him? So if either, if anyone, okay, does anyone have like a notes app on their phone or need a piece of paper? Can anyone tell me who he is? Who is the Holy Spirit? 
Is he part of the Holy Trinity? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He's God with us. God dwelling among us. He's God's powerful force doing good works. I tried to shorten this as much as I could. I could literally preach about this for like five weeks straight, unfortunately, for you guys. Just kidding. Pastor Tay won't let me do that. Okay, so how do I know him? How do I know my kids? Like, how do I know them? How do I know that Emma's silly? How do I know that Liam is sensitive? Like Kat said, we spend time, right? Yes. Okay, I love it. You get to know them. So we're going to go to the next slide. How do I know him? Seek him earnestly. Write down Jeremiah 29, 13. Okay, first, so write the number one or type it with your thumb. Corinthians, it's 1 Corinthians 12, 3. Okay, second point, get to know his character. I'm only going to give you one Bible verse because Romans 8, 13. Okay, moving on to the last point. Spend time with him. Spend time with him. The Holy Spirit is the person I'm talking about. Acts 2.39. Does everyone have at least three? The last one again is Acts 2.39. Does everyone have at least three Bible verses written down? Four. Perfect. I said four. I want you to have at least three. So the very last one is, well, it's not the most important. Seek him earnestly. So that doesn't mean, oh, I'm just like really bored. I'm just going to look at my Bible app for two minutes and be done. No, you want to seek him earnestly, spend time with him, get to know his character. You're not going to know who he is unless you get to know him, right? And then spend time with him. How else are you going to know someone if you don't spend time with them? I can't say I know if I say, oh, I don't know Kat. Well, it's because I haven't spent any time with her. Just kidding. I know her pretty well because I spend time with her. Okay. I need you all to read at least three of those Bible verses. If I were to look at the screen time on your phone, I bet I would see like three hours of some kind of social media a day. You can at least, you could spend, I'm going to challenge all of you to read at least three of those Bible verses. Give me two more minutes. I promise I'm almost done. Spend 15 minutes a day reading the Bible. Start with those verses. If you're done with those verses, you can start at Genesis. That's fun. You can start at Psalms. That's fun too. That's what we're doing at life church right now. The very last point, how do I tell others about him? So how do you think you can tell others about the Holy Spirit? I know you know about God. I know you know about Jesus, but how can I tell other people about him? Hey, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. I hope this message spoke to you. And if it did speak to you, you can reach out to us at lifechurchutah.com or any of our social media platforms. And we'd love to connect with you. God bless and have a great rest of the day.